Yo, it's this Jubilee Small Podcast. It's Friday, December 16, 2016. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Welcome to Friday. I know, I know. How you been? Uh, look, uh, good. Since yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. It's, it's weird not having you in front of me, um, being weirded out by sort of, you know, human um, eye contact. But also... Uh, You've got a photo of me on the wall that you're staring at. I should do that, shouldn't hmm. I? Um, you, well, I was going to tell you was, uh, I've, I've got, I mean, we haven't even discussed Christmas because last year we did a thing where we didn't want to discuss Christmas. But I think no. like this time we kind of have to because it's kind of like it's happening. I've got, it's happening for me like sooner than it is for everyone else. <laughs> yeah, look, I don't know how because, that happens, but sure. Well, it does. I've already seen a few people posting about their like early Christmas things, but I've got, like a, a, a one family Christmas thing happening kind of like the this weekend, mm-hmm. right? And um, it's – but the thing about that is that you don't see it coming. So you think, oh, Christmas is – like it, for some reason, even though I sort of knew we were getting things done earlier, mm-hmm. I kind of thought I had more time than that. Anyway, I do not have time and I've <laughs> like – can can you make what what can I make for people's Christmas make, presents? Be, well, you stuff. you are famous for your muffins and stuff. But Lauren Clark, if you need, hey. before we go any further, hey, if you need an idea for a Christmas present, can I just yeah. suggest something? Yes. Well, it would be this week's stupidly small podcast sponsor. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> it's touched on. Do you know what touched on is? I do, Stuart Farrell, and I think everybody does by now because everybody. But you should be, you should know that you need to do this. This is your, this is your last opportunity to do this on behalf of the stupidly small, stupidly right. big universe. Last chance, and we did just in a, in a bit of a flip of that, we did have someone get in contact with us uh, nicely enough to say that uh, they, uh, after we mentioned it on um, what's in your phone. Mm. You, uh, they, they actually went to the website and, and uh, contributed yeah. to Kickstarter, yeah, uh, or to the Kickstarter campaign and bought a game, yeah, and would now like to know if they can retrospectively uh, attach stupidly big to their. Of course pledge. they can. Of course they and can. I'd we're all say, part yes, of the family. Yeah, yeah, we're all well, family. Well, we, we can just get you get in contact with people and say, look, you know what? I spoke to the guys at Stupidly Big. Yeah. And uh, they're a powerful media organisation. And if That's you don't, right. if yeah. you don't uh, include me in the stupidly big uh, random car that they're going to make, especially for stupidly big <laughs> listeners, uh, we're going to bring you down. Cause that's car not necessarily included. Card. Um, Card. Card. Right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's better. <laughs> I thought you were promising some sort of like a, you know, in Monopoly where you've got the little houses. I saw, what what's, again? He, Oprah what's he expecting? No, God no, damn. No, no, yeah. No. Anyway, they, it's the saddest day for us, Lauren Clark, because it is their last day of their sponsorship. As you know, sad. they'll live with us forever. Once they you will. were part of the stupidly big universe, Won't it be you amazing when they become a thing? Because they're obviously, they've, they've mm. reached their Kickstarter goal. So they're obviously going to become a thing. Now, for those of you who haven't been listening, and this is your first pick up from recently. Just go back to Monday. This is, go back to Monday, but also this is a, can I say the sentence again? Yeah. Tabletop party game. Um, and the tabletop party game. I even game, Googled that and I got weird photos. <laughs> Don Lane. 
Yes. <laughs> the tabletop party game is is based on Melbourne's public transport system. If you've ever visited Melbourne, if you intend to visit Melbourne, if you know anyone who's got a con- Melbourne connection, or if you are Have you from ever said Melbourne, the word Melbourne. It is, you know, it's a, it's 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 both a game and a kind of satirical comment on on the public transport system in Melbourne and Zapisa, and you should go and check it out. Uh, why was I? Where was I going with that? Uh, know. Who knows? Who but knows? But anyway, go to touchedon.com. We'll give you the last details at the end of today's program, very sadly. But they are this week's Jubilee Small Podcast sponsor, Lauren Clark. And they are. That's what I was going to say. A great gift idea. And that's, that's what I was going to say. Well, isn't it going to be grouse when it becomes a thing grouse? later? Yeah. And, and we were part of it. We helped to make it happen. We, well, we the stupidly uh, yeah. big family, helped push this thing along, and it's now it's 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 one of those cool things that people are like you know what is it for what was it for humanity? Uh, 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 Philip cards for humanity is oh, what it was. Don't know. Don't yeah, know. you know that thing that everyone thought was hilarious for a minute, but I don't remember. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it, so I've been being cynical about something that uh, I actually don't know about. Hmm. Um, anyway, Stuart, very exciting. Are you moving yeah. your microphone? Shut up. God, you're a pain. You are like the you, – did you – I bet you were a dobber. Uh, you know what? I've you been into dobber been. since – no, no. no. I, I, I was never a dobber. You, well, you are now because you you dob on me all the time to listeners. You go, hey, she just yawned. Oh, she mustn't love you and stuff. <laughs> like, what? You do. You're always telling me off for yawning and moving my microphone and stuff. Um, mm. Stuart, did I tell you – so, first of all, uh, I can't remember why I was telling you that it's nearly Christmas, but it's nearly Christmas. We've got to the point in the year where, like, sort of, you know, you, you just got to stumble towards the end, right? It literally. sort of feels like it, you know? Yeah, literally. It almost fe- it feels like you just, this is just pretending. Like, we all know we're nearly there. What are we doing this bit for mm. kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we should say, by the way, that next week the summer series begins. <gasps> now, a lot of our listeners... And especially those that have been with us, and Lauren Clark. Let me just scan. We, but you know, next week mm. we start the summer series. Yes, but we will do one show a little bit longer. There will be one show that isn't summer series. Is it our birthday? It's our five hundredth show. That's pretty crazy. I think that deserves a little bit more than summer deep. series. Wow! Well, I can hear myself in your house. Um, but anyway, <laughs> a lot of people have told me that the yeah. summer series mm. is their favourite part of the Stupidly Small podcast. That is bizarre. That is bizarre because the summer series is a little bit off chops. <laughs> That's possibly why. It's great. I know. It gets a bit know, silly, a yeah. bit feet on the desk, a bit drink in hand. It's a little bit loosey-goosey, the summer series. And it's short. Episodes are short. We're well, talking five to ten minutes? Yep. Really short, really stupid. Uh, no, sometimes they're not stupid, but they're very... Uh, really? They're, mostly they're stupid, let's be mm. honest. But anyway, was was telling you that because we're, we're getting to the point where we're about to fall over the finish line, right, for, for the year. Yeah. And so you kind of feel like everything's done. Well, you know how I've got a new car, Faz? Uh, yes. Second-hand car, but new car because because the other one... Whatever. Let's not even go there. The other mm. one just was a spectacular money and time-wasting tin 
can. Now, this right? is the car that you said that you'd put in. You and the jackpot, actually, you put, put in months and months of research into. You potted every other car on the market. You said this is the one that's going to take us into the 22nd century. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a result, it, it, it uh, faithfully just died on you. So, yeah, and the guy said, I told you, the guy said, I said, I did all this research into these cars. Why is this doing this? Isn't supposed to do this. And he goes, you know what? I've worked for a million different cars. I think I told you this. But I've worked for a million different, I've worked for, you know, BMW and Commodore and, you know, Toyota and like all of these different dealers. And uh, just every now and then there's a bad car. You're just really, really unlucky. Mm-hmm. I was like. It's got to be more complicated. Keep than that. telling the Surely suckers that because they need you coming back. But sure. Anyway, what's what's well, happening? He, to didn't, your new he knew I wasn't coming back at that point. Anyway, well, you I think will. we're just I think we're just really unlucky, Stu Farrell, because this car Come I got second hand from a family member, and it was ne- there was never a problem with it in the whole hundred mm. million billion billion days that this person owned it. That could be the problem. <laughs> no, it was only a couple of years old. And then it gets to me, and I've got it. Goes battery goes flat in like the first like yeah, month. Lauren Clark, can okay. I say the something? battery went flat because I left an internal light on. Well, that's your own fault. That when is the I, number one. When uh, I say I, I mean somebody in my family with smaller fingers than I am, who's nev- never allowed to touch a button again. Well, I don't know why they are in the first place. Why, they weren't why is there allowed no discipline to. Discipline in your house. Oh, you can go now. You can go. Well, I, got... I said something quite affectionate to you when I picked up the thing to you, today <laughs> to you. I said, oh, it was lovely having you down in Melbourne. You know, gee, I miss you up there. What a lovely chat. You can go now. That's it. Well, That's no, it. Just, because, just because you're having trouble uh, disciplining your kids doesn't mean that you should oh take it God. out on me. Now, go. Lauren, what I'm saying is, yes. okay, there's a classic thing in that film, The Castle, okay, are you familiar with the, the castle? Uh, it's a Marbo, it's the vibe. If anyone yeah, ever yeah. says that to me again, I'm going to kill them. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that is done to death. Yeah, it is. The whole Marbo death. vibe thing, we get it. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, when the first people said it, and I'm not talking about the, the, the first people, but yeah. the first people after they saw the movie, when they said yeah. it, sort of funny, got it. People still wheeling that yeah. one out, that Marbo vibe, right? The overlooked. Yeah. The overlooked, there's two overlooked lines in that film, and mm-hmm. one, of, one of them is kickboxing 24 hours a day. That yeah. is one of the overlooked lines, but we're not delving into that one today. We'll study yeah. that one another time. Yeah. <laughs> and the other line is, which yes. is used by the more adventurous type person, but it's mm-hmm. still a, an iconic line, I believe, mm-hmm. from uh, that film, mm-hmm. and is, what is it with wogs and cash, right? And it, it was quite funny. Now, I I bring that line up simply because Lauren Clark, mm. then a line that could have quite easily I don't remember fit. It. What is it with wogs and cash? It's when they're in the garage and they're uh, they're getting the, uh, what's his name, Mister Kerrigan, uh, is trying to get money off all the neighbours to mount the defence with Dennis Denudo, and uh, and he and the 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 wog guy, and I mean I'm saying that because he was the wog of the movie. He, uh, it sounds very... I'm not very... sure that makes it okay, but anyway. Well, as far as a character goes, yeah. huh? it... <laughs> Still not sure. He had an accent yeah. and he wore overalls. Oh, my God. Anyway, he went to pull out uh, the money for the lawyer out of his overalls. This is an Australian classic movie that Stuart's describing unflinchingly here that for international listeners may be somewhat taken away. Not logs yes. out of work, to be confused. And the thing is, he, he pulls out the cash and he's going, not now, not now, uh, Wog, whatever his name is. Hold on, hold on. Uh, and then he, and he's going, no, I pay you now, I pay you in cash. Oh and then gosh. he goes, what is it with Wogs and cash? 
Anyway, my point being, and you keep wow. making me talk about wogs and cash. I, uh, that's a very my, uh, thunderously po- unfunny line from where I'm sitting. But oh, anyway, you, continue. You, you, you know why? Because you have gone, ah, oh, look at it. Look, another Aussie film. Cultural cringe. Why isn't there more harp in this movie? Or something would have from the elite lefts. Well, whatever you harp. elite left, the elites like yourself like. Okay. <clears throat> now I think it was Pauline Hanson that only said last week that she she wishes Australia could hark back to a time when saying "wog" wasn't offensive to white Australians or something ridiculous. Yeah, you, Clark. You, you, do you My point is, let me get off this war grant. No, because it's revolting. It is. You, I don't say wog in. I'm I'm quoting a movie. That okay? does not you. Oh. I am quoting a film. It is an artistic expression. Now, Lauren Clark. It's revolting, point, and you're kind of revolting to me right now. So continue. Good. Get away from well, it. Can you, I'm trying to. <laughs> God. My point is. <laughs> yes. That a line that could have quite easily mm-hmm. fit into the castle is. Never sell you, never buy a car from a family member. Oh, yeah. Because <sighs> that took me a long time to get to. Because you had to interrogate <laughs> the no. W word. Now, is that where we've got really? to in this country? Well, you really, you really think that it's my fault that that went where it went? No, no I stand by said... what is it with wogs and cash. I stand by that 100%. It is a line in Australian film history. Okay? Yes. But, and he is, he, uh, uh, I can't remember his name. I think it was. I was going to say Mario. I don't think it was Mario. But he was playing a stereotypical uh, suburban European Australian, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, it had nothing to do. This, this went too big. All yes. I wanted to say was yes, I know. never, never <laughs> sell or buy a car to or from a family member because it breaks families up. Well, it's not going to break my family up, I can assure you. However, it's, no, it's uh, no, it's not. But I did need to, I right. needed to, A, become a member of RACV again because I wasn't with the other car because the other uh. car gave me like free other car version of RACV, well, which is car. annoying because mm. in the end, well, I barely used it because the car was actually good other than the fact yeah, that it, it was exploding. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, uh, but what that meant was that I gave up my like life membership RACV thing, which made me like a hero in the RACV, and so now I'm like back to like ordinary douchebag membership. You are an ordinary douchebag. But can anyway. I say you don't get anything good for the hero membership? Yeah, you don't, do you? We, we, we're heroes, and, and uh, they treat you just as bad as a douchebag. So <laughs> I wouldn't panic too hard on that one. And I don't think the premiums come down that much either. I don't think anything. No, really, I don't think... you just get a different color card. It is funny, isn't it? How. I think mean, I think marketing teams and stuff must know that the, that if you are called a VIP and have mm. a VIP card, you you kind of think you're a hero already. So like they don't need to give you anything else. You know what I mean? You're like, stupid enough to buy into that, if, which I have been. You know, right? Anyway, well, I, I think well, that's the thing. Anyway, so. The point is, I think we're unlucky with cars because I then had to, so I had to buy the new membership and then I had to buy a new battery. And so, you know, that's and like hundreds of prices, bucks. And at prices, that's not cheap for a battery. And not cheap, 200 or something, a bit more. For a battery? Yes. I saw you coming. Well, they didn't. They, well, well, you saw them yeah. coming. <laughs> you weren't know. going anywhere. I think that's the thing. What's I supposed to do? <laughs> he actually said to me, "What you can do is you can, you know, like go for a walk down there and see if the uh, nah, not going to happen." Can I just say one thing? I've said, I think I said that oh, three hundred times. Doesn't sound good. No, it is good. And yeah. it's, and, you know, about thirty meters from your house, there is a, a battery retailer. 
<laughs> is there? That the servo? Corner. Yeah. Is that a battery retailer? Of course it is. I know the guy. They're talking about it for 100 years. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. I don't care. I wanted someone to do it right then, in the street, right then, and for me to be able to wait in the house and stuff. Fair enough. Anyway, um, the point is, it, there is... There's a point. A, there is a point. I have had uh, this year, 2016, uh, you know, we've, we've discussed this before. I mean, you know, sorry, it's a cliche. It's already a cliche in 2016 that 2016 was the worst, isn't it? Uh, I've been reading that. You know, I, heard, I was listening to a self-help guy the other day. Were you? Accidentally. It was on, right, it was okay. on uh, <laughs> believe it or not, it was on sports media. Uh, wow. they, they must have had like oh, no, touchy-feely time though. for men. Yeah, 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 they're into that stuff. No, no, that's the okay. – don't you think that football teams don't get them all the time? Yeah. Well, he was sort don't of saying – Potentially. But mm. he was sort of saying that 2016, you know, you might think it's the worst year ever, but for someone else it could have been their best ever year. But at the moment I'm just hearing uh, worst ever year. And, I mean, when we do our week in review, uh, a year in review uh, show uh, – Ding. Um, sometimes. <laughs> hey, I, I gave you your bell. I know. It's in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> you don't keep your bell in your bedroom. You keep your bell. Well, every night is a bit of ding in the bedroom, you know. So. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. it's more like ding, ding wake up. I'll have a coffee. Um, <laughs> but it's. Uh, yeah, and so for every, every uh, a good goose, there's a gander, you know. Well, I guess so. And I mean, there are people who, what does that mean, had, by the way? who had, I don't know, but who had babies and stuff and who had, you know, got a job, got a promotion or like something like that. But it sort of feels like, I mean, I didn't buy into it, but maybe it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because the more people started saying it, the more I was like, oh, so true. Like, you know, this sucks and this sucks and whatever. I'll give you a prophecy. Oh, please. Oh, is this a, what's our new word? I was trying to think about what it was. I couldn't um, solve it. A, prophecy. a, a pre- pre- precursor. No. Preview. No, 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 no. I'll think of it. I'll pre- think of it. Pre-grit? Pre- it's something like that. It's no. something like that, but it's Anyway. Not yeah. With the casualization of the workforce. Oh, yeah. With the ever uh, insecure jobs that we're all going into... Uh, with the you know the constant churn of twenty four hour trading, seven day a week trading, mm. um, all this sort of stuff. By the time we're old enough to know better, Lauren Clark, yes, I dare say that the the Christmas period and all that sort of thing won't be a, a, the time of joy. The summer won't be the time of joy once remembered by people like us, and I and I doubt will oh. be experienced by people like your children, because I just. Think summertime. Yeah. If you're not working, you're not getting paid, and it's not all. It's going to be is some weird headache of a time where the weather's great and you can't go to the beach, where everyone yeah. wants a present but you ain't got the money. Yeah. And then you're all supposed to stop and uh, have a family dinner, and everyone at the dinner's all going, oh, you know, if I was at work, I'd be earning two hundred today. Yeah, and also nobody's religious. Well, not nobody, but well, the religious people, you know, they'll they'll whinge about something else. And it may be, and that may be the only. It may go back to original sort of reasoning, that it only does really mean something to the uh, remaining Catholics or whatever religion celebrating whatever they do at this time of year. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's that's. Is that depressing? That's pretty depressing. I reckon that's pretty depressing. Mm, but I think I, I pre bunking, by the way. 
pre-marking. So I'm, I'm pre-marking the myth up, of honest. Christmas. And, and <laughs> it will slowly, like everything else, erode. And you'll get uh, governments yeah. of, of the, of the uh, right persuasion yeah. who will claim that if you want to have Christmas, then we're not going to, we're going to be less productive. And if we're less productive, and then we're not competitive. And if we're not competitive, say, the overseas, uh, you know, hordes of people that will work for five cents that Gina Reinhardt wants to uh, employ yeah. will all come for you. Do you know what? what? I, actually, I actually think that this sort of thing, I mean, that's probably true, but there is a social conservatism and kind of a retrograde, oh, what's the word, um, nostalgia that mm. comes in for things like this. So, so for instance, you know, we, we've talked before about whether or not to bemoan Halloween and like even, you know, Thanksgiving becoming a thing over in Australia um, because with the with the you know with the with culture kind of becoming like traditions here maybe maybe dissolving a little bit, mm-hmm. um, you know that that we kind of get them from wherever we want them. But but there there is a kind of so with with things like weddings, like you know you arguably marriage and weddings and stuff mean less and less and less the more we get away from like you're marrying somebody because you've only ever held their hand and it might mean less yeah. to the people doing it well no, less as a, as a kind of performance general. like it means mm. le- you know you they're not you're not giving them they've lived together for 10 years and they're getting married you know what i mean or whatever or mm. for 5 years or for 2 years they've lived together at all most of the time um and that's so but that's not going anywhere. That's like, if anything, this kind of social conservatism, and I don't mean that in like politically. I just Jim mean was very conservative though, as well. Remember that. Oh, ding! No, I'm not sure. No, they are. We they can, are really conservative. I'm not sure uh, we can. Uh, says really, this musically guy. and uh, politically. Says this guy. Well, who's I do take time. Hundred and ten. Hundred and ten. It's seriously it. They are a, a very right-leaning generation. Okay. So um, uh, whether or not that's Which true. Which I applaud, of course. <sighs> anyway, the point is that that I think your thing might be kind of true, but that I think people's – people are kind of – that they they just, they want to kind of make they, – they're sort of – what's the word? Um, Deluded. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you know, emotionally invested, sentimental is the word I'm looking for. They're sentimental about about these things, about these kind of cultural practices. That's right. And that the, gets and the out. more they dis- no, the more they dissolve. I think the more people cling to them. The the more the less people are exposed to these traditions. Yeah. The less sentimentality will carry through the generations, and eventually it will become nothing. Oh, I wish we could take a bet on this. I'm going to pre-bunk your pre-bunk because well, I reckon you're wrong. Heads frozen, and we can just watch from a perch somewhere <laughs> as society eats itself alive. Oh, this is a very positive Friday <laughs> <Yeah>. podcast. <laughs> Show me tingles, Stuart. Lottie. Uh Now we we actually have <laughs> this is a show me dingies from August. <laughs> <laughs> well, even we're going backwards. This it's is terrible. bad. No, the only reason we're doing this, yeah. I'm so sorry if we miss people because sometimes we miss things or we see it and then we forget about it when it t- comes time to do the th- segment. So that's what's happened with this is we saw it, we thought it was a cracker and then and then this person. So this is from Anne. Uh-huh. And 
And Anne sent us a message uh, on the weekend about being delighted to see a sticker from the podcast, a stupidly small sticker, on the back of uh, the Dunny Door at the Meredith Music Festival, right? Where it should be. Where exactly where it should be. Mm. And But it was a special Bowie decorated toilet. So she's put some photos in. I'll try and uh, remember to put them up somewhere. Could you please? Um, and she also asked if uh, Meredith's become too mainstream for Stu because there were darker eggs and espresso Funny martinis. Funny you should mention that because <laughs> I had a barbecue with someone on Monday afternoon with a yes. hot day we had. Yes. And he he was the official photographer for the festival. And uh, I was just getting right. the, the, the lowdown. Yeah. And uh, I said, you know what? It sounds like it's changed a hell of a lot. And did he agree? Well, yeah, it has, but so have the people. So have we. Look, I started going. I went. To, I first went to Meredith in nineteen ninety five. So how long ago was oh, that? Oh my giddy aunt! Yeah, that was when I graduated high school. Well, I was only twenty or something. Like, <laughs> calm down. But, um, That's amazing. Yeah. So that was, a, and that was, a, so it was a different site back then, mm. and and there was a hell of a lot less people, and it was a hell of a lot more like a. A smaller operation, so all things grow and things become successful, and with that comes a change in a patron, especially when it, it probably, I reckon it would have gone up by about five times the amount or six times the amount of people that were there then. Yeah. Um, so, by the way, you know. Uh, by the way, gonna... I, I don't, I, I don't think that makes it more commercial. I just think it makes it more professional, which is right. still makes it different. Yeah. Uh, by the way, you know somebody's going to write in and go, I was born in 1995, <laughs> like, don't you? Like, you, you know there are stupidly small listeners who are like, I was in grade two and things. That's definitely going to happen. Don't write well, to Well, don't write in. I don't, don't care. Write well, don't, you know what? I'm going to put it out. I do not care what, how old you were or what you did in 95. I do. I think it's gorgeous. I love things like that. It's like when I was... What do you when I was, up, hey? No, I do. I like it because I I was hanging out with the jackpot old. once, mm. and uh, when I first met the jackpot, and I was seven years old, I still am <laughs> six and a half, mm. seven years older than the jackpot, which was, you know, quite controversial at the time. Um, and it still is nobody cares. Anyway, nobody nobody cares. Uh, mm. Nobody cares, Stu. Nobody cares. Anyway, I care. the point is, we were we were chatting, and a song came on, and it was me and him and some mates of his. And I said, we uh, I love this song. I love this, uh, you know, I love, I love the 80s or something. I love the 80s. Now, I, I was like, you know, in primary school in the 80s. And he said I was born in the 80s. And I remember thinking that is character building. Anyway, I like yeah. little moments like that. So, Stu. And you and, stayed with him. Yes. Yet you'll knock back a bloke that says, better call heaven because an angel's gone missing. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I will. Well, that takes a bit of class to say that one. Yeah, doesn't that. it? Hmm. Yeah, it sure does. Um, okay. Hi, Stu and Lauren. This is, this is from August. And thank you for this. Hmm. Uh, this is my co- first time making contact. Well, it, thankfully it wasn't your last because you have, you have persevered with us in our hmm. idiocy. Um, I've got a shiv me tingies for you. Now, this is a beautiful shiv me tingies, I reckon. It's cutting into a perfect avocado, the gentle sucky noise when you separate the two halves, and then mm-hmm. the best part, flicking the knife into the core so it sticks and twisting it out like a ninja. Gets ninja. me every time. This is so true. This is brilliant. I love this. Yep. Um, considering the number of avocado tattoos I see around these days, I wonder if really? a lot of people do the same. 
Or perhaps it's just a subculture I'm not aware of. I wonder what an avocado tat is supposed to, uh, you know, represent. Oh, it's anyway, Stu, I thought that yeah. was a really, really nice shiv me tingies, and I thought it in August, and I think it now. Can <laughs> Thank I give you, you a quick for one? In touch. Yes, uh, just from Sean, uh, mm-hmm. who uh, sent us a shiv me tingy as well, mm-hmm. and he and his was just a um, a, a a a picture of a, a tweet, basically, and it's a drug reference. So if you've got children, you have to close your ears. It's not gross, is it? I don't think it's a gross. Anyway, continue. No, no. Yeah. yeah. And, and the tweet said, and this was his shiverish tingy. So it, right. I thought it was, a, it sort of, sort of summed it up a little bit. Yeah. When you're cutting wrapping paper and oh. your scissors start to glide is what I imagine heroin oh. feels like. <laughs> so well, we can all put our own, insert whatever joyful is, thing into the H word is. That. And, because that glide is good. a beautiful thing. See, these are these are mm. solid, solid, solid tingies. Now, Lauren Clark. Yeah. Yes. One thing that gives me tingies. Mm. Do you want to know? What is it? The stupidly small podcast sponsor yes. of the week, and it's the last time we get to talk about these guys until we all get our stuffs in the mail. Okay, and the product we're talking about, the stupid school sports car, is yeah. touched. You know what I said? Is touched on. It's the latest game from a group of uh, hipster cats from somewhere in a city somewhere, and they, I am sure, are producing something so cool that even Gen Z will like it. Now, Lauren Card. Oh God! Have you ever yes. thought yourself in a tech black spot? Uh, what's a tech black spot? I don't Please know, but it sounds like me. something I, I, I know what I'm talking about. It, yeah, means, right. it means when you lose your uh, phone uh, sticks on your phone, right? Right. So, <laughs> yes. So if you're in a tech black spot and you can't read the age, you know how big that age is these days? If I suppose if it's – is that day age still big or is it all – Oh, ones? you're talking about the actual newspaper. Now I am, yeah. Right. Anyway. Sorry about ooh. that. Is there a tram in your room? Yeah. <laughs> right. No, that's 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 their ding. Anyway, continue. Anyway, this is a great game. <laughs> this is great game coming, and we need you. Is this... We do. You Sorry. can talk about it. No, oh, that's it. <laughs> I'm sipping my coffee. Go on. I don't know what uh, a tech black spot is, but I do know that touched on is uh, look. No, I don't think anybody needs to be convinced by this because their numbers have been growing and growing, and stupidly yeah. small listeners are really getting on board here. You can do it too. It is it is a beautiful match for for us being uh, coming out of Melbourne as a podcast, but also if you know somebody who's a Melbourne person, if you are coming to visit Melbourne, or you know somebody who is, or if you are um, just somebody who lives in Melbourne and thinks the public transport system is insert sentence here and you know what I mean, mm-hmm. um, then you need to go and check this out. Look, like go deep through the site. Let, check it out because they've really thought this out. It's a funny, um, spot-on, clever thing and it is going places. And if you get in on the ground floor here and and mention when you, do, when you go there that you're a stupidly small listener or say that you're stupidly backing them or mention somehow that something's stupid, Oh, you are such a smarty pants. <laughs> You're right, it's annoying ads. Yeah. <laughs> then... You're supporting us by supporting them and it means that you can get a Christmas present for somebody. It's not going to come by Christmas, but if you can, you can give it as a pledge and it is a great thing for uh, – it's, it's going to go gangbusters and everybody's uh, talking about it. Stu Farrell. That's right. Look like the cool uncle, yes. brother, cousin, sibling or otherwise. Yes. Get the gift. 
that nobody has given yet. Anyway, head to touchedon.com. You'll see all the details there. It's explained a lot better than we can do it, but it's a very unique product. And uh, let's stop the sell and thank them very much for being this week's Stupidly Small Podcast sponsor from the heart of our bottoms. We cannot do it without you. Ah, And we love having you around. So thank you to those guys. Thank you so much to those guys and uh, all the best with it. It's a cracker of a thing. Steve Farrell? Clark. Yes. If uh, you were unfortunate enough to know someone that was a tram conductor, how would you tell them to get in contact <laughs> with Stupidly Small? Well, there aren't any tram conductors anymore. So, well, I mean, yes. You know, uh, but they can get in touch, Stu, at uh, stupidlybig.com. We're stupidly mm-hmm. big on Facebook, stupidly big on Twitter, stupidly big on Instagram, and uh, we are stupidly uh, small and stupidly big in iTunes, where people are not going and giving us enough ratings and reviews. Oh. Frankly, I don't think we should even turn up next week and do the, uh, <laughs> do the what is it? Summer edition. Summer series. But we, we will. We will. We'll do the summer series. And, yeah. um, we, but you can go there and give us a rating and a review, and that's always awesome. Thank you very much for the people who've done that already. And come with us next week on our five hundredth episode journey. How ridiculously exciting! Echo, echo, echo. That's pretty nice. Um, As the wheels Farrell... slowly fall off, Lauren Clark, should we get out of here? <laughs> we should. Yes. We should have a lovely weekend, my friend. I'll see you on Monday. See you for the summer series on Monday. Excellent. Bye bye. Christmas joy